life gives you that opportunity. So when if you don't go out and take full advantage of what you got, you're gonna leave everything behind when you're gone. This is the legacy you want to create for yourself, not for others to come, but this is for something that was gonna give you the most satisfaction. So that's how I kind of go with it. Like, okay. Welcome to the first episode of the Photographer's Journey podcast. I'm Miles Massey, a local photographer in the Tampa, Florida area. On this podcast, I go out and meet with local photographers in the Florida area. We go out to their favorite location, conduct the interview. We all learn something new about a different style of photography. And the idea is to kind of shed light on the names that we all know on Instagram, but may have not met in person. My first guest, I met him a few weeks back. We started talking and his story kind of really inspired this whole podcast because of how he got into photography. He's a very talented nature photographer, a really big family man, and now he's a really good friend of mine. Please welcome Vic, or on Instagram, he's known as NV Photography. If you're on the audio version of this, those sound effects were part of a video intro on the YouTube page, which you can follow us on Instagram at the Photographer's Journey Podcast or at, I don't know the YouTube yet. So anyways, the next audio you're going to hear is us two talking at location at Circle V Park because that's his favorite spot. Uh, can you tell us a little bit where we're at? I know this is your yeah. favorite spot. So this is Circle Day Bar Reserve here in Latham, Florida. I come here often, almost almost every weekend out here. Uh, you'll see me strolling around here on Saturdays, going around looking at birds, ospreys, a lot of eagles here, the needle nest, uh, a lot of uh, cormorants and hangers over here fishing in the water, gators on each side. Uh, I came here the first time, I freaked out going through the alligator alley. I was by myself, and uh, you can see a gator sitting over right there looking at us right there. They're everywhere. I mean, there was one right behind us a few minutes ago, and uh, so I'm, I'm kind of a little cautious. But you know, crows around here, but there's a uh, osprey that's kind of eating a fish right in front of us. There's just so much action. You have small birds and wobblers. Uh, I saw a bunting over here, and if you look at that gator, he just opened his mouth. I, think I need to go for that shot right away because if I don't do that now, oh, oh wow, he just blows it. I missed it. So, but so when they do that, is that he's yawning? Or is yeah, that I think like it's a yawn. I'm not a gator person, but a, uh, it's it's kind of neat to see them open their mouth. And uh, he might do it again. I mean, he's sitting up; his head is way up. So, but yeah, there are gators on both sides of this place. A lot of gators, a lot of birds, owls. Um, I just enjoy nature in general. So I'm just here, looking at things, looking at clouds, the sky. Even if it's raining, I'm out here. Uh, you know, I'll hang out by the gazebo if it's raining too hard, and then I'll wait and go around and there's a lot of action happening all around so it's fun it's uh i don't know how to tell you it's, yeah, it's very self-satisfying it's super peaceful out here yeah to, i do a lot of street photography so you know that's kind of busy and you don't really get a chance to redo your shot right so it's kind of nice i've met some great photographers here who have come from all over the country i've met photographers who have come from different countries here um, so it's just kind of uh, you know we always share things and learn things and every day is a learning process so for me the first camera to this day I've been learning every single day and uh, failures come as much as success does and you need uh, the failures to learn really yes exactly so it's, it's all I've done but somehow I've yeah. to be successful. I've gone home from here where I did not have a single good shot that day and uh, 
uh, happens less now, but yeah, it has happened, and like, kind of, yeah, it's part of the journey. Yes, but you know, it's called life. It's called fun. But even that bad image you got, you can still look at it and remember that day. It's kind of about that experience too, right? Yeah, and, and another thing is, I'm the most, I'm the worst critic of my own work, and uh, we all are. So that yeah. kind of creates that, you know. That drives the self-improvement in you. That's the continuous improvement kind of thing that you, you know, bring into your own life and try to continuously try to improve and change and get better at it. So, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. So you, um, and we talked a little bit before how you kind of got started. Can you kind of yeah, walk us through? Yeah. So that? I think my first camera that I got when I was in uh, fifth or sixth grade, I would say. And that was a little slim pocket 110 film camera, and all it was was point and shoot. And uh, I think I used to get like five rolls of film a year. Uh, Dad would give it to me. And uh, how many would that be? Like how many shots? 24 shots in a film, so probably like 100, 110 shots a year. Oh wow! But that was good enough for a for a 10 year old to go out yeah, and just kind of look through and be cool and try to show out that he has a camera in his hand and you know, a little click click and. And, uh, cool kid in school. Yeah, and what it did for me was basically, uh, you know, it taught me uh, how to put a picture in frame. It did, you know, it was an autofocus, auto everything, auto setting. There was nothing to change on it. You know, you're not doing any exposures, compensation, nothing. So that was the one where you just point and shoot. So that's where I started to learn to see how things can look in a rectangle. Yeah. Look every through a frame and kind of. Uh, next upgrade was when I was in. I think eighth grade or ninth grade, I got another camera, which was a 35mm film camera, and in this one, I had to focus. Stepping right up. Step up. Yeah. And uh, that I played around for about a year, and then my dad handed me over the Canon, I forgot the name of it, it's, in, it's on my Instagram, I posted a picture of it, and that that's that was the one where you would actually change the aperture and everything, and, and that's where I played it quite a bit. Uh, Dad had a Minolta 700X SLR. That was one of the cool cameras in the 80s at the time, and uh, he used to shoot wildlife. And uh, so that's kind of what got you into it. Your yeah, and then and I started shooting. And then I think after some time, I just gave up and uh, got busy with school and education and then job. And then I picked up so my. That, sorry, that was around college or. Uh, yeah, that was around college. So once I got to college, everything dropped off, and okay. you know, life is different when you're in college. As yeah. we all know, we. You can go out and shoot whatever you want. Yeah, and you, know, schedule you got really. priorities change in school, yeah. and uh, sometimes <laughs> not really priorities, but things change, you know, and, and you drop off. And uh, then, long about I would say 12, 13 years or 15 years ago. Yeah, 15 years ago, I picked up uh, uh, Sony, uh, and it was uh, one with the lens would tilt, and and I just bought it. It was a good camera, and. Uh, I was like, oh, it has an auto feature. This is easy. Why should I mess around with it? So I just started shooting auto, and uh, my dad was there. And he was to tell me, why don't you exploit every setting on it? And why don't you know, and learn it from me while I'm there? I said, okay. And then I said, okay, so you can have this camera. And I gave him that. And then later, about a couple of years down the line, I bought the XTI. It was the first crop sensor and the kit lens and everything. Did the same thing. Started shooting auto focus. And then uh, later on, uh, oh, there's a gator right there. He's got a big fish. Yeah. Look at that. See that? He's got a big, big, big fish. Look at that big fish he's got. He's super nice. So, uh, so I did. No, no, no. So I. Hopefully he doesn't walk up there. Nah, he's he's been able to fish. He thinks he got it. He's good. Um, 
Yeah, he's still popping up. He's gonna, he's gonna open his mouth and dig and jump the fish. He's gonna do that. They're good hunters, man. They're stealth. And uh, so with that, and then uh, I started doing photography, and then I started doing a little bit, and then I was on and off. The camera was home collecting dust. And then it so happened that my five, six, five, six years ago almost now, my dad passed away, and uh, and uh, we were very close, and, and it was fun to be with him. And uh, it took me about five years or so to kind of come out of that. And, uh, and then I went to Best Buy and I picked up my 5D Mark IV and a 7200 oh, that day. And uh, I was driving home and uh, and I felt him with me and I felt like I bought this camera for him. That's so cool. And, so he's uh, kind of like, he's part of you. When you're yeah, and tears rolled down my eyes and I'm driving home and it's about a 20 minute ride from South Tampa to Land O'Lakes and, and it just felt so connected. Uh, and then it just never stopped that from that point on and I just did everything possible I could and every time I come out and I'm by myself generally I mean once in a while my son will come with me to shoot around but I don't feel lonely because I feel I have him in spirit with me at all times and uh, it just keeps me going this is how every shot I take is like I look at it and say okay what would dad say about this photo you know how would it be like so it kind of he is kind of with me all the time with the camera I'm holding the camera so that kind of keeps me motivated and it keeps That's me going so cool, yeah and uh, teaches me a lot of patience that what you used to say you have to have a lot of patience and with birding biggest thing is you have to wait for the bird to show up and do something you could be sitting there the bird could be sitting there or, or there would be no bird at times and you're just sitting there waiting and a lot of times you're so, you're so waiting and you're lost in your own thoughts and the bird will come and you have an action and by the time you pick up your camera boom it's gone just like you know the gator just opened his mouth and by the time we were talking yeah. I picked up the camera and shoot he closed his mouth Shot was not. Yeah, it's just nature. Yeah. yeah, we are at their mercy. They're not ours. So, right. so the shots coming. You can't out. get the gator to do what you want. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to do that, you would go to a circus and have a lion jump through a hoop. Right. 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 <laughs> but, but this is, uh, it's very peaceful. It's very contenting, and I think, uh, you know, it's an achievement in itself. I feel you have to define what achievement is for yourself, and I define contentment as achievement. You, know, you can measure it in different ways, but for me, contentment is the biggest achievement. If you're content with what you're doing, you've achieved what you want to do. So, it's really, uh, really good quote. So yeah, well, I put that as the caption. <laughs> sure. And uh, yeah. this uh, is fun. Like it. So I always kind of I was thinking last time when we were like, okay, so when I think of contentment, what is contentment? I mean, so we have we both have. 500 ml bottle of water, right? Yeah. And we both are equally thirsty. Let's just for example. You drink half the bottle and you save half the bottle. I drink the full bottle. I'm not thirsty. But you drink half the bottle, you're still thirsty, but you save the bottle. And the thing is, when we leave this place, you have to leave the bottle here. Who has a bigger accomplishment? The one who drank all the water or who left the half the bottle behind and is still thirsty? What I mean by it is like the life gives you that opportunity. So when if you don't go out and take a full advantage of what you got, you're gonna leave everything behind when you're gone. This is the legacy you want to create for yourself, not for others to come, but this is for something that was gonna give you the most satisfaction. So that's how I kind of go with it. It's like okay, just go out there, enjoy the time, enjoy the nature, and look around. It's beautiful yeah. everywhere. I mean, because you never know yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, you, know, you gotta yeah. enjoy it well. Yeah, and uh, you know. It, I mean, it just happened to look at Kobe Bryant. Yeah, he did. It. He said goodbye to his family and he took the kid with him for the, to the for the basketball game and gone. And
So, you know, life can happen and things can happen. So you got to live up to death. I mean, that's how I live my life. Day by day, everything is a, every day is a new day for me. And I live it to the fullest. Yeah. And uh, stay happy, keep smiling, and uh, do the best you can. So Definitely going to start living by that mindset. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is what I have now. Uh, 5D Mark IV. I still need, a, I badly need a second body that I'm going to go out and get sooner. I'm just waiting for more cannon release. Uh, it's been shooting cannon, so it's kind of stuck with it. Uh, 150-600. And... Uh, 600 is pretty much what I shoot, so a little upgrade needed, but this is a great lens. Again, equipment doesn't matter as much as what right. you do, but I kind of started to feel like where there's a little bit of a need for me to kind oh, of go a little especially bit. especially with how yeah. fast you're going, you need, need a little bit more yeah. on that. But, um, yeah, I think for this thing, my bag generally has a 1635, which I need a second body for generally for landscape, because every time I'm shooting something that's moving, I need something with a slow shutter or you know for a landscape or something and then uh, I always carry my 7200 for the 2x if I have to get a shorter range or if I have to do that. and uh, wildlife is my passion I just go out and do it don't take as much pictures of people I'll take picture of people when they're not looking around if they're walking yeah. around a public place I mean you know if I see a good composition there I'll take a shot very few right but that's not your main thing no have you ever tried to challenge yourself like you get do you ever get too comfortable with nature sometimes and then you like maybe i should go to you know the city or go take pictures of food it's something that's so far out of what you would normally do i don't think you can ever get comfortable with nature nature has so many millions of different plants out there i don't think so you can master nature i don't think so this is a race i'm going to win but i'm going to run i think your instagram feed says different yeah, well, it says it, and that's how I started it. Had to motivate myself, but I think I will keep I'll keep going, and then, and then you know what? What? So here's this thing. It's, it's it's a step by step process, right? You master one step, you go to the next step, and I don't know where these steps end, and I really don't have an answer for that because I think this just goes on. Because after shooting for so long now, I've started to realize what I put on my Instagram. You have to become a master, but I don't know. It's it's an infinite kind, you know. Nature is infinite. So much beauty around. So many different things. I mean, if you look, if, even if you have to go out and shoot the same bird every day, people do so many different things every day. It's just you don't know. It's, it's you know. So yeah, and then I guess from looking at that same bird every day, you probably get to know their patterns. And so that's a big part of it. I mean, understanding your subject is the biggest thing. And uh, I look at ospreys and stuff, and I know where they're gonna turn because I've been watching them. I've seen their head movement, their tail movement, and I know where they're going to go, so I can pan right to shoot them. Um, I've been watching eagles do the same thing. I'm watching these, uh, there's close one up there. Uh, and then we know when they're going to look for when they're going to drop the fish, if, if the uh, eagles come behind them. The little birds, you kind of know when they're going to ready to jump, are they going to fly up or are they going to jump down, so you can pan accordingly to get that shot. Um, I was the other day, I was out over by the beach in uh, Dunedin and the pier and the dolphins just came out and I've never shot a dolphin before I mean, I've seen them a lot of times and I was trying to shoot and I had a hard time finding where, it, where it's going to pop up because I just don't know how they behave so the biggest part of photography is learning the behavior and so think about things that you have you now so I did say in my Instagram feed but now look at it I'm challenging myself you know I'm just proving myself wrong here that I don't know the subject I cannot shoot, shoot the subject People are different. I can tell you to pose, and you'll do what I tell you to do, and I get the shot I need. I can put a light round, 
here in the yeah. nature, we are at the mercy of the sun and the clouds and the wind and, and whatever the birds and the animals have to offer. So it's fun, but that's yeah. the challenge. You know. That's what you see. Yeah. That's where that patience comes in. And, and, and I'm learning every day patience too. Yeah. I don't think so ever since I started shooting. I have cursed even once after missing a shot. Really? I could do that when I'm driving, yeah. but not yeah, when, yeah. you know, uh, not when they're taking a shot. I have yeah, so on the way shots here, it's, uh, on the way here, the traffic was, you know, meant for cursing. Somebody but, uh, cuts me off, it's yeah. gonna take you out and you will all of a sudden lose your zone. But that's also kind of getting better with everything here. It teaches you so much. Here, so Old Vic would have started cursing as soon as the gator shut his mouth up. <laughs> but the Vic you know, doesn't do that. He just sits there and wide. Okay, he'll open again. You know, you yeah. yawn once, you're going to yawn again. Or whatever that was for the gator. But it's and so something like that or the birds. I know you were telling me you don't like to do the burst where, you know, you might end up with a thousand foot. You like to do just one click so yeah, you know you got uh, the image. That's what I've been practicing because I hate deleting pictures. And if I'm taking 500 shots in a row, 50, 60 shots in a row, yes, I'm going to have a couple of shots that are going to be good. I'm, but then, I don't know, then it doesn't feel like I'm shooting. It feels like the camera is shooting for me, right? I'm just panning, I already have my setting, and I'm just clicking away. I want to time the moment where I'm in, I'm in control of when I click the shutter. It is difficult. It's lightning speed sometimes. and. A lot of people will disagree with me. I think uh, people will say you lost an opportunity, but well, there's so many that are gonna come my way. It's not like I'm sh shooting Olympics right now, and then yeah, there's one race and go then fly. Th yeah. You know, if I miss somebody way. jumping over a hurdle, I miss it. I miss it. It's gone. The race is over. Mm -hmm. Nature's gonna give me plenty of opportunities. So that's one thing nature is forgiving about that. You know, it'll give me more. And I've had many opportunities where I've had, uh, uh, and uh, I've had twice where eagles dropped the fish, and the other one caught the fish. And I missed it. The third time I caught it, it was way far off. I'll get another opportunity. I've seen it happen once, it will happen again. But, uh, yeah. so I don't like to. And then it's just like how much you fill up your card and you go home, and now you spend so much time you going through, sit all, through all, of that. all of that. I mean, if I go home with 500 pictures, I feel bad about it. Like, what did I do? I tell myself, what did I do? When it's all that same bird. It's all the same bird, images. yeah, and it'll happen because I shoot in the ass server, so sometimes it'll happen that I'll shoot seven, eight clicks, and sometimes I'm so excited about a bird, I'll just keep shooting, and, and I'll have 30, 40 shots of the same bird. But that's about the limit. Um, but still, it's like, you know, have one or two shots, have a good one, and uh, they'll do it. Then I shot this Oscar sitting over there eating a fish, and now he's doing nothing. But he still has the fish. The crows are back, and they're gonna. Found him and he's gonna fly away and they'll probably get the crumbs. But uh, that's what I do. Not shoot too much. Compose it, be ready for it, and shoot. Yeah. That's something there with that little bit of dirt that came up with it. Must be the gator still munching a fish. He's hunting that bird, isn't he? Huh? Is he hunting that bird right there? I don't know. It probably came up and just that and bird's looking at it. Bird is in an awkward position. It's facing the sun to dry itself, but you know, to be honest, it doesn't have a place to fly up. It's... I've seen a couple of people with their pictures where the gators got these kind of birds, but it's something. What a beautiful day. I mean, just look at it. I mean, blue sky, the clouds.
the Spanish Moss game. I have to take the same picture over and over again. <laughs> and it would look different every time. Yeah, Spanish Moss, that reminds me of that. Um, you told me about that tree photo you took where it's against the blue sky. Um, yeah, so much room. I took a photo similar, like when I brought it back in, like for some reason it felt like a really good photo to me, but you know, that didn't do as well. Yeah, like so that day sunset. when I took that photo, that photo was taken on a gloomy day again. It was raining and there were clouds and, and this dead tree with the Spanish moss hanging on it. And, some, and uh, I looked at it, I, something felt, I felt something about it. I took a shot, went home, and, I, and the thing was, what inspired me was the gray bark, the gray sky, with a little texture in the back, and the Spanish moss just giving it. And there's a little bird sitting on there too. There's a hangover bird. I cannot tell what bird it is, but it's uh, it's one of these guys sitting over there, and uh, it was fantastic. I mean, and when you take it into monochrome, just make it black and white, and look at it. I mean, it's, every detail pops up. It's, I think it's a marvelous photo. Um, but again, it's it's my style. It's it's not something that everybody will like. But it's it's my own creative. It's it's like what my vision of things. If I'm looking at some things, I'm like I'm lost in the thought, and I have something else going through my head, and I'm looking at okay, how does this look? And do I like the look? And, you know, the osprey, this one over there. There's just so much action. You know? Sometimes I feel like I wish I was a little bird. I could have a whole different view. I know you can do it with the drones. I'm not a good flyer, but you know, there's one up there, one in that way. Behind us. The bird fault was really battery though. Uh, that's the point, man. Yeah. 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 The other day I was searching out how could eagles see from that far and their vision is amazing. I mean, they said you could spot an ant from a 10-story building if you had an eagle eye. Really? That's how it And if you're something was close to you, it would look huge because you would blow up in your eye. I'm like, so when I take pictures, I go back, I do a little bit of research on my subjects, and then then I know what I've done right, what I've done wrong, and then I'll come back and shoot it again. I'll wait for the opportunity. Just, just for the eagles, I keep coming back and back and back, yeah. you know. So there's a gator guy, I guess. Yeah, there's yeah. one there, there. Yeah. There's probably a bunch more down there. And I've actually figured out the time. I mean, I've, generally, when I come here, I'll see these ospreys more active around 3.30 to 5. Right when about before the sun goes down, they're at winter time. Um, they're active and hunting, and so you get good action. Yeah. And then early in the morning. I'm not an early riser. I love to sleep. I'm going to have my sleep. Me too. That's not too nice and relaxed. I love landscapes, but yeah, it's so big. It's huge. Uh, yeah, you're saying something. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I love like sunrise shots, but I cannot motivate myself to get up for it. Yeah, the I exception mean, is like if I'm going with a group, like the yeah. Telegram group that we know. I yeah, know. that's. I, I even missed that one because it was in the morning. And, uh, yeah, if it's an evening thing, I'll do it. And uh, maybe one day I'll get up in the morning and go. I mean, yeah. you know. I always tell myself um, I will. And, I said it in a lot of ways. If I'm tired and uh, if I wake up in the morning and I have to do some things and I have things on my head, I want to go out and I want to shoot, I want to go with a clear head. I'm nothing in the back of my mind and I'm relaxed, I'm free and I can go shoot and then it's all great. So that's the whole idea about it. That's why I've never been up early in the morning. But maybe someday, you know, you never know. I, it's, it's, a, it's an incremental thing that I've been picking up one by one by one. So maybe one day it'll come out here. I see other, you know, other great I don't know species, but other animals too. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've seen a lot of people shoot the owls in the morning and it's better because uh, and you have a very small window. The good part of shooting in the morning is the light is actually getting brighter, so you have better. In the evening when you shoot, the light's actually dying out faster. It's a little challenging in the evening. But I like the challenge. Yeah, a lot of food places, yeah. So. You really challenge yourself. You're probably one of the most patient people I've ever met. You know, to research something, go back and shoot it again. That's the last thing to say that. But yeah, I just, I just like to chill. Not yeah. so so much when I'm driving. <laughs> I can't say about that. Well, but here, that's, that's why we're out here. We had to get through the traffic. To yes, get here. And this is fantastic. Look at it. I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to explain nature to you. Just you have to, you have to be part of it to love it. Oh, it's so nice yeah. to be out here. I don't get out of nature as much as I would like. Yeah. So I do want to go take, I love landscapes. I want to get mountains yeah. and waterfalls and all that. Yeah. So I find the time. I'm glad my wife lets me out and lets me go, let me go every weekend. And pretty much every weekend I'm gone for five, six hours. I leave around one o'clock. I'll be back home by 7, 30, 8 o'clock. So wow. I'm That's gone. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, and she lets me do it. So big thank you to her, I guess, you know. Yeah. Shout out to the wife. You need the support for whatever you do. You cannot do anything without the support back home you get. Though. So uh, it's yeah. important. Um, I think that was one of the hardest things for me, really. I came from video background, but moving back and really know everybody here. Now finding this clear green community and all these people. Yeah. It's like kind of helped me to be like, oh, I need to go out there. And, uh, for me personally, I don't know about you, Instagram helps a lot because you get to connect with people it does you wouldn't normally too. Know. Yeah, because I spend most of my time at work, and the people I know around here are people at work. So Instagram community kind of kind of helped me know some people. And there's a few people I go out shoot with. I met some people, so it's kind of nice. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, That's sort of how we met up. Yeah, you know, all these exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I guess that's the meaning of Instagram. And I just love it. So I mean, you come here out every weekend. You meet somebody new. With you know, a lot of good photographers come out. There's a lot of a lot of photographers out there. Aren't they like the newest people though? Photographers are very And you know, they'll just chill and they'll talk to you. And you talk to them. You get nothing. You know, anywhere else you do, you look like, oh, what a weirdo. You know, who's yeah. he? Why is he talking to me? I don't talk to him. But somebody with a camera, you talk to them. They'll talk back with you. you know? they'll, they'll talk to you. Yeah. Unless you're holding your camera and talking to it, then they might look at you. Yeah, they might look at what's going on here. Yeah. Like a few people just pass by. It's like, what the heck is going on over here? But if somebody's yeah. holding a camera, you talk to them. Hey, did you see anything? What are you shooting with? How do you shoot? Blah, blah, blah. And they'll tell you everything. I mean, yeah, I was, out, nice, you know? I was like, you know, let me go out one, two hours, shoot, see what I get. And yeah. these people are like, hey, what you got there? What are you shooting? Yeah. And there's just, just a couple like, you know, do you have a business card? We might want you to shoot. Yeah. Shoot for us one day. It's like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah. Just talk to him for five yeah. minutes. It's nice. I walk around here. There'll be people looking up the tree with the cameras pointing. I'm like, what are you looking at? Sometimes I'm not so good at spotting owls and stuff. Like, oh, there's an owl over there, and they'll they'll have the time and the patience to show you exactly where it is, and they'll even give you space to go and shoot. And so you know, you just for each other. They understand the the whole thing. And I think photographers are great people. So how? I know you post on Instagram a lot. How important is it to you to use Instagram for growth? Because this is just a hobby for you. So do you do you cur curate your feed specifically? Do you just post whatever? You're, you know, do you I strategically so whatever. Post no, I'm not a strategic. I don't think that much, to be honest with you. I'll do my work. I like. I'll select my five or ten photographs that I like, 
and then occasionally I'll just I'll just you know every day I'll take a one or two and post them out there to see what kind and it kind of you know I'll see how what people are liking and who's liking and then that kind of kind of gives me what kind of taste people have um, and it just kind of just to understand I mean you know I haven't sold anything I'm not selling anything I don't even have my website ready I mean uh, I have the domain ready but I never got it done I'll probably get it done soon but you know people just go out there they like your photo they put a comment on it and sometimes sometimes somebody will point out something that you didn't notice in your photo and it's kind of nice you know yeah it's encouraging people who like my photo i tell them great thank you very much and those who don't like us you know, look somewhere else <laughs> keep my positive attitude yeah. you know you like I, it great you don't like it move on that's so, probably right, somebody you know. who just doesn't even know anything about yeah, and there are a lot of people you know and some people will ask me questions and stuff and you know i ask a lot of photographers questions another good part of being on instagram is there are a lot of good photographers and some real nice ones and uh, i send them messages asking them stuff if i don't know about it and they'll guide me you know yeah. and that's the best place you can actually talk to somebody who's who knows about it who has been doing it for many many years has a skill level much higher than yours and yeah, that's they'll gladly tell you. Great thing about it. I actually, yeah. I got a uh, DM from some guys in college. He's like, "Hey, look up to your work. What Canon camera would you yeah. suggest for beginners?" I'm like, "I didn't know I had that sort of following." Okay, uh, that's no pressure. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Uh, it's it's kind of nice. See, I, I never went to school for photography. This is something that just picked up from you know from a young age with yeah. dad doing it, and so it was really no need for school. Yeah, YouTube no need for now. school. Yeah, I, that's true too. I do that too. I uh, I think uh, I don't watch TV no more. I think YouTube is the only thing I watch. So um, you know, I'll the play second YouTube, Peter yeah. posts a video, yeah. well, I think you and me probably both like, oh, I gotta watch it now. <laughs> so yeah, the YouTube teaches you a lot. There are a lot of people doing a lot of good work, I think. Uh, and actually, you know, uh, them telling you stuff on how to do things kind of is really helpful. So for those who really want, are getting into this photography thing, go watch some YouTube videos. I mean, there's a lot of free stuff out there. And, so much uh, free stuff. So much free stuff. When I started, and thanks to these like, guys for doing it. I mean, you yeah. know, they don't have to do it, but they go out and tell you things. And they're professional photographers going out and telling you things. On, and you can imagine a thing and search up on Google or go on YouTube and search up on YouTube and you'll find a video of how to do that. So, you know, and do it yourself. Make it a, take an experiment. Try it out. Break the rules, I say. You know, I mean, yeah. a lot of people yeah. stick by the rules. Yeah. Learn them. I don't learn give a damn about rules. Them, yeah. I just break them. You know? Shooting against the sunlight. Okay, yeah. You learn what your limitations are, what your camera's limitations are. You know, there are things you can do with things. I mean, do what you like. You know what? Not everybody has to like your work. The most important thing is contentment. And that's what your, is your achievement, right? So, go out, shoot, have fun, enjoy the wildlife, or whatever you shoot with. I mean, you know, you shoot portraits, you enjoy that work. I mean, you know, shoot city life. That's fun too. Tried a little bit of that. Um, so, whatever gives you the appeal to go out and have fun, go ahead and do that. You can't go wrong. I mean, you can make a few mistakes, but you'll know from it. You'll do better next time. There's yeah, always think, a next time. I think that's the fear people have. They're like, I'm going to shoot a photo that's bad, but you have to get over that, really. You have to you shoot bad photos to, honestly, to get to the good ones. In the digital age, I understand when I had a film camera and I was shooting and the shots were bad. And the reason I used to only get five rolls was because 90% of the shots were horrible. <laughs> there were one or two or three of those pictures where that would look good. And uh, so I would look at it and it's like, I would be disappointed. I'm like, crap, you know, the entire roll is bad. I only have two good pictures in the entire fight. 
But with the digital age, keep shooting. I mean, you don't like it, delete it. Yeah, go for the next one. And you know what? Sometimes don't even delete it. Post it. See what people are like. I mean, you could be the worst critic of like I'm the worst critic of my own work, and it, I may think it's a bad shot, but you know, yeah. you may not think so like that. I mean, because you, you see, when I'm looking at it, I'm looking with a, you know, with a lot of different things in my mind. But when somebody else is looking, their perspective is completely different from my perspective. Right, and they can so be, that, you know, they, they can give just you good be feedback. scrolling yeah. through it too, and it's and, just like, oh, that was cool. Yeah, and that will give you the feedback, and you know, and, and that, that's how you can improve yourself. So. Yeah. That's super. Yeah. So there yeah, we are. That's definitely good. It's fun. Shoot, shoot life. You know. Yeah. You get to walk around, and I generally carry everything with me. So uh, yeah, I think people uh, generally go focus with I one. I think we all have stuff. the same problem. You know, I carry everything life. with me. I don't know what I'm going to change. What I'm going to do. That's one thing. And then to justify that, I say if I if I carry 20 pounds backpack on my back, and I'm walking five six miles a day, I'm getting my exercise. So there are two benefits out of it, right? Yeah. I go home tired and I go straight to bed, <laughs> have a good night's sleep, I look at my photos, I enjoy them. So fitness benefits and contentment yeah. can be it helps that. Helps to stay in shape. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I always go, I'm going to pack my bag as light as possible before I know I'm like, why do I have... Yeah. Then you have a bottle of water, have you have a bottle of lenses in here, monitor yeah. case. <laughs> yeah. So it's fun. I mean, keep you in shape. And that's, and do it as long as you can. I mean, the day when, you know, I don't want to think about those days when you can't carry stuff. But yeah, we'll see that. Yeah. Uh, Until then, yeah, keep, we got let's it keep your positive outlook. Keep rolling, keep clicking. Yeah, keep clicking. Wait, what is that? Keep rolling, keep clicking? I think that's a good outro for this uh, yeah. podcast. All right, well, you heard it from Victor. Keep rolling, keep clicking. Thanks for being on this episode. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed that and want to see more work from either myself or my guest, please check the show notes below or the description on the video version. If you liked the podcast, leave a review letting me know how I did, how I can do better, and what you'd like to see more of. I'm just figuring this out as I go. It's just a great way to see new places, meet new people, and get the whole community involved. I hope you guys liked it. I'll be back next week with a new episode. Thank you for watching and listening.